How's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. How are you doing? <laughs> Still a shell of a man. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way, you know? <laughs> if ever we do one of these calls and you're like very, very perky and very, very upbeat, it's going to freak me out. <laughs> Have you been watching anything? No. Nope. I haven't been watching anything. I haven't been doing anything. <laughs> well, I'll tell a lie. I started watching Sense 8, the Wachowskis. Oh, uh, yeah. Sisters yeah. series yeah. on Netflix. I guess that was cancelled. Yeah. I think I watched like three episodes when it first came out. Yeah. I've, I've only seen the first three, actually. That's where I'm at. Um, but I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah. As far as television, I'm just watching. Um, what we do in shadows oh you catching up i never watched it it's fun so. it's good yeah i yeah for my money it gets worse as the seasons goes on <laughs> that's because they left didn't they did they the uh taika waititi didn't oh and, did he stop being one of the writers i want to say i heard that uh one of them or both of them left Jermaine. germain I don't know oh yeah, because it's is. Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords, mm -hmm. wasn't it? And Taika Waititi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they're both cast members in the original movie, mm -hmm. the Waititi movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. Um, what's his face from Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? The um, he plays. I think it's the character in What We Do in the Shadows is Laz, not Laszlo. He is. Mm -hmm. He's the one who's dating the the woman in the show you know what i'm mm -hmm. talking about he's funny mm -hmm. as fuck yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah he's good yeah where are you at where am i at well the, yeah this is the last time i'll ever be recording in here i'm actually supposed to be oh. moved out today so <laughs> we'll see how far that gets <laughs> why did you pick today to record <laughs> well i needed to i i mean i haven't seen you in forever and and yeah. i needed to get an episode in and okay. I haven't been able to go to the movies. Nobody's going to the movies right now. Chris and Daniel are doing an episode on Infinity Pool, um, which I haven't seen. Who's, re who, who's recording that? I'll record it for them, but like, I'm not going to be part mm -hmm. of it because I haven't seen oh, it. Okay. So, and they want to do a, yeah. like a double bill with Infinity Pool and Possess It. So they want to talk about both movies. Mm, that's fair. Cronenberg yeah. uh, for both of them? Mm, Brandon, yeah, for both. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So they want to do that. Then the last movie I saw in the theater was Knock at the Cabin. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. So the last time I've been in the theater. Have you been in the movies? That was the last movie I, I saw with Zach. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the last one that I, that I went to see. I've watched most of uh, my stuff at home. Well, yeah, now you're pretty much a stay-at-home guy, aren't you? <laughs> I'm surprised you've yeah. got, like, I bet yeah, you're just wearing, on this uh, Discord call right now, you're just wearing this, like, a jean jacket and a t-shirt but you just got like boxer shorts on <laughs> no i mean most of the times I, I am in like like sweats or something mm -hmm. but no not today not today is it like one of those memes where they, like oh it's like a meme or a tiktok thing where the guy's working from home and he, he builds this device to constantly tap his screen or whatever or his mouse to make it look like he's actively <laughs> online even though he works from home so you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how what they how much they monitor that that stuff, if at all. I mean, it's 
I don't know. Yeah. They don't talk about it. They probably don't. I'm sure they don't. Well, it's nice knowing you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody just kind of talks um, remotely. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's rare that I'll talk to anyone, really, unless I have a question oh my God, like, about something. That's perfect for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, what's up? Not much, not much. Um, yeah. Welcome to Movies Last Night, people who are listening. This is just no. me and our catching up. Yeah. That's what this episode is. <laughs> the, the, the catch up episode. Yeah. No yeah. agenda, no agenda. It's like not even an episode, to be honest. I know, right? I know. <laughs> All we're going to do is talk about movies I've watched late at night. So, what have you been watching? So, I, since the last time we talked, I think I counted it up. I watched, I, I've completed, I think I've completed, what, six, eight, and I've completed 10 movies, tried to watch 13. Wow. There were, there were three of them that I couldn't get through. Interesting. Yeah, I tried to watch Red Sparrow. Okay, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, uh, Red Sparrow, I tried to watch Beast. Beast, Couldn't do it. Who's <laughs> yeah with uh, Edris Elba? Oh God, with the lions, like the Ghost in the Darkness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then I tried to watch a Netflix movie called I Came By. Oh, who's in that? One of the guys from Downton Abbey. Oh wow! And uh, one of he plays like a villain, like a serial killer or something like that. And then one of the kids. From let me look it up real quick. It was a pretty good cast, actually. George McKay, you'd recognize him if you saw him. He was in uh, 1917. He was the he was the taller. He was oh, spoiler yeah. alert. He was the yeah. one who survived yeah. basically. Yeah. In, in uh, like 1917, him. he's been in a, yeah in a bunch of other stuff. Um, and then. Hugh Bonneville, I think that was his name. Anyway, it was just like, it was like um, that kid played like uh, a group of taggers. They would, they would break into rich people's houses and, and tag it oh, with, yep. it says, I, I came by. I saw the yeah. trailer. Saw the trailer for that. Yeah. Yeah. And I got about halfway through it and I was like, this is just silly. It's just silly. <laughs> And I shut it off. I was like, I'd rather sleep. Yeah, I remember watching the trailer for that. And then when I realized it was a Netflix original, I was like, this isn't going to be good. <laughs> it, it was weird. Like uh, there, were, there were certain points where uh, the mother of, the, of that character, mm -hmm. she would come home and she would sit down on the couch and she would watch Netflix. Oh. oh and, it would show, and it would show what she was watching on Netflix. It was an advertisement within... The movie from Netflix. That's unforgettable. Oh, it's Kelly, <laughs> Kelly McDonald's his mom, isn't it? Yeah, I love Kelly yeah, McDonald. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a decent cast. Yeah, it is it a good cast. Kind of silly. Yeah. Um, I checked out. I was like, "How dare you? How dare you dare you try to advertise to me when I'm watching this?" <laughs> That's pretty brazen, though. But it's like you know when you watch <laughs> Apple TV shows, like Servant is really bad for this. Apple, they mm -hmm. all use Apple products. 
So it's like yeah. massive iPads, like right in the screen. It's like, I'm going to use my iPad and the iPad's like blocking the whole screen. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty obnoxious. I'm going to listen to it with my iPod. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going to track this guy <laughs> in, with my iWatch or whatever they call it. <laughs> so I was looking at Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow was directed by Francis Lawrence. Francis Lawrence yeah. directed Constantine from 2005 with Keanu Reeves, uh, mm-hmm. which is a banger. I think everybody's going to say that i mean it's a great movie i i haven't watched it in forever so I don't, it's good. well I don't it's worth it for it. tilda swinton really because she's mm. just incredible in that movie also labeouf's pretty good in that movie too for the amount of time that he's in it um mm. then he did i am legend which i guess that they're making a sequel to now because they're using the alternate ending to make a sequel to it um not the it original makes no sense but because okay. in the original ending he dies and i guess there's he an dies, alternate yeah. ending which they're now making canon to make a sequel. Somebody was telling me this the other day and I lost all interest in what they were saying immediately. I was like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> then he did um, the romantic drama Water for Elephants in 2011 and three of the four films in the Hunger, Hunger Games series, which is why he probably went oh, really? on to work with Jennifer Lawrence when he did Red Sparrow, which is his last movie in 2018. Oh, and that killed his career, huh? I mean, I, I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. I didn't get very far. One, I didn't buy um, Jennifer Lawrence's yeah. Russian. Well, yeah, that's pretty obvious. And yeah. I mean, it looked really good. Yeah. Like visually, it looked, it looked really, really good. Um, but there was no story there. There was, and it was like two and a half hours yeah. or something like that. I got about an hour in and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I, I tap out. Tap out. So yeah. those are the three you didn't watch. So we've got Red Sparrow. Those are the three I didn't finish. I came by. Yeah. And what was the third one? Uh, Red Sparrow, I came by and Beast. Beast, okay. With Edris Elba. I don't blame yeah. you on Beast. I was, I was uh, desperate at that point. I was like, I need something. Because um, that's been my thing. I, I'm, I'm only watching movies that I haven't yeah. seen before mm-hmm. because I will, I will revert to movies that I've yeah. seen 10 times before. Yeah, me too. So I, I'm just, I'm like, I have to. I have to watch movies that I haven't that I haven't seen before. I I don't know. No, I love that. I love that for you. Um, okay. Some were some were good. Yeah, some were good, and some were just like mediocre. Okay, give me the rundown. So since I last talked, um, I watched Beast the Beastie Boys story. Oh, the documentary. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, really good. Right. I watched Causeway. Mm, is that with with Je- Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence and the Apple? original mm-hmm. it's amazing i hear it's good so things good. i hear good things it's, it's a24 so good. for apple yep yeah yeah i watched uh jungle land um, jungle land who's in that game charlie hunnan oh yes with him and his brother where they're like mm-hmm. is he like bedical boxing or mma or something yeah it's it's like a it's like a poor man's the fighter uh, okay i get you <laughs> <laughs> you what must i watched must be hunman in yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I watched Fire of Love. Oh, the, yeah, the documentary about those two scientists who fall in love with each other on, around volcanoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that that it's very uh, Wes Anderson. Yeah, ish. I saw the trailer for it. it. It has that. It has that vibe to it. How the hell has he not made that into a movie? Because that's like real life Wes Anderson. It really is. Yeah. It's like the way it was shot. These the characters themselves, mm-hmm. the outfit. Yeah, the well, it's everything. Yeah. It's it's like 
it's everything Wes Anderson. That's hilarious. Um, minus the, the spoiler alert, minus the tragic ending. So, mm-hmm. um, I watched the Velvet Underground. Oh, I yeah, I saw that. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good. I watched Hellraiser, the new one. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I fell asleep at the end. I woke back up and I finished it. It's so poor. It's so poor. And that's also really disappointing because it's, um, what's his face from the Nighthouse, the director of the Nighthouse? Um, mm-hmm. uh, David Bruckner. Yeah. Which is really yeah. frustrating because the, the ritual that he made before Nighthouse is excellent. That's on Netflix. That's a recommend yeah. for you, Eric. The ritual oh, yeah. rolls into the Nighthouse. The Nighthouse, for me, that year was my favorite movie of the year, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, 2021. Yeah, and then he goes in and makes this, it's, what is he doing? I understand it's like he wants to put his name on a, it's a bad move, I think. Maybe, maybe his hands were tied with creative stuff. I don't know. Mm. But it was just, it just was uninteresting. I was, I wasn't interested the whole time, but I gave it a chance. I did finish it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, you know, I'll just put it on the list. Yeah. I watched, uh, the Eternal Daughter, Tilda Swinton, plays a double role. Oh, okay, decent. Yeah, yeah, it's it's okay. It's okay. It's very, it's a very English countryside haunted resu- manor type movie, but not really. It's all about uh, this woman coming to. Um, Try and deal with their mother's death, basically. And it, I guess it's a, a spiritual sequel to the souvenir. Yes, the two souvenirs, yeah. Which which I haven't seen, which I want to which I want to mm-hmm. watch. Um, but it's not it's not really directly connected to them, I think, except for one character okay. um who's the mother in there. It's okay, it's slow. Yeah. It's it's slow, but I mean I hadn't seen it, so I had to take a chance on it. I, I mean, I'd watch that again over Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, Holy Spider. I watched oh, that. How was that? Good, not great. Yeah, that's what I heard. Good, not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we were so hyped for that, too. I really yeah. was. The trailer was really was. for that movie. It's, yeah, the tra- yeah it, it, it looked amazing. It's just the, the, the woman who's in it, bang up job. Everybody else kind of didn't live up to the kind of live up to the role of it, like the main uh, like villain bad guy. There's a point when you when when they do like serial killers, it's like you're either too over the top, you're not fully invested, or you just like with this guy, he just kind of stared longingly in the distance. (laughs) It was just weird. It was just kind of a weird thing, but. I guess based on a true story, as much as it can, it it was. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was good. Yeah, I I would say I would recommend it. Not great. Mm-hmm. The Devil All the Time on Netflix. Oh, like like an amazing cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. incredible cast. Like everyone is in this movie. I remember when that came out. That's um Tom Holland's in it. Um, Tom. Tom yeah, listen to Tom. Ho- yeah, Tom Holland. Bill Skarsgård, Riley Keough, nice. uh, Jason Clark, mm-hmm. who's, uh, you know, yeah. Jason Clark, uh, 
Uh, Lawless. Sebastian yeah. Stan. Sebastian Stan, okay. Sebastian Stan. Haley Bennett, yeah. who you would mm-hmm. recognize. She's been in a handful of things. Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry Milling, who was just in the uh, Pale Blue Eye with Christian oh, Bale. yes. He played... Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, uh, Poe? Like uh, Alan Poe? Yeah, he played Poe. Yeah. Uh, Mia Wiskowska? You'd, you'd recognize oh, her. Oh, yeah. Um, Crimson. And then she, it just. Yeah, the Del Toro movie. She, had, uh, she played Alice in yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Tim Burton movies. Yep. 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 Yeah. I mean, just incredible, incredible cast. Um, and it was really good. It was like, it was like, um, if you, if you've ever read kind of Flannery O'Connor is like very Southern crime, violent, uh, fatal kind of movie situation where everything bad happens to everyone sort of deal. And then there's one central character who kind of almost takes you through the whole thing, connecting stories. It's, it was very good, but there's this weird thing that this, this mechanic that they do it. And it's a, uh, it's a voiceover through the entire thing who, who's narrating the events that are happening. And it totally takes you out of it. Um, and I'm like, ah, I wish you, if they hadn't done that, if they hadn't done the voiceover for it, it would have been so much better uh, because it, it looks great. I mean, the story was crazy, um, but it it just had that one little weird hang up that I think kind of set it back. And then I watched um, Meet Me in the Bathroom was the last thing that I watched last night. Uh, which is the documentary about the strokes like new york city era yeah new york city 2000s Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's a 99 through uh 2009 from all the footage that they shot i mean it's like that's where you would would have wanted to be at that time uh that kind of scene it's so it's so crazy like everything that was going on it's like the whole scene started in the 9-11 uh yeah 9-11 happened did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. It was like the next year, like, boom, everything like fell apart sort of deal. But, uh, very interesting. Very interesting. Not good. Not great. I wanted it to be a little bit more. It was very, it, too, yeah. it, it was, it reminded me a lot of, uh, the velvet, un- the velvet underground where it was just a lot of like flashy snap, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of information. Um, and then you just have this, these, um, this amazing soundtrack for the background. Yeah, I heard. I heard that. I somebody um, very close to me described that movie as because they went to see it at the Bell Court, and she said it was. It reminded her a little bit of one, like a really well made YouTube documentary. I, w- I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah. It's like it was. Yeah, it's like something someone did a really good uh, film class version of uh, and put it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. <laughs> That's a pretty, I mean, like how you've got, you cut some documentaries in there. You got three documentaries by my count in there. Four. Four. Meet, yeah. Uh, bathroom. Yeah. Fire. Uh, meet me in the bathroom, Velvet Underground, Fire, and Beastie Boys. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Um, three music documentaries, one regular documentary, and then yep. you got a bunch of movies. Interesting. If what what's your takeaway from all of that? What's what was the best thing you saw? 
of all that? Out of all that, uh, I would say Causeway. Yeah. Causeway was was above and beyond. I need to get the it best thing that. Yeah. that I've seen. It's 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 a small cast. It's mm-hmm. just um, it's her and then um, what's his Brian? Um, what yeah, what's his name? Uh, Brian Henry. Yeah, who Brian I Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, so good. Isn't he nominated? He's so good in this. Didn't he get a nomination for this? They were pushing for him. To I get think a they both. I think they both did. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. If he didn't, she did. Yeah. I mean, she's... Well-deserved. She's though. usually really good in everything, in my opinion. I mean, I know she's, she's made some... Like that movie Passages with Chris Pratt, which is terrible. Um, the Hunger Games stuff. I didn't. I haven't but like, seen that. When she's really... At, like, when she's like American Hustle, um, both David O. Russell movies, mm-hmm. actually, American Hustle and Civil Linings, or Joy, which I think is another... Di- I think he did three movies with her. Is Joy good? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Now, I think other people don't, but I I thought it was really good too. She's kind of incredible in everything I've seen her in. Like when when she's really going for it and she's given like a good character and a good role yeah. to like sink her teeth into. She's just an exceptional actress in my opinion. I mean, even go back to like, was it Winter's Bone? Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. Onwards, everything I've seen her in, she's been great. I think I think that's the reason I I turned on Red Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's you're because like, one it it's it's Edgerton and it's and it's right, her. It's Edgerton, I'm like, yeah. yeah. I was like, it might be good, and maybe maybe it wasn't everybody's cup of tea. But I don't know. And who doesn't I've, like I've a good spy thriller? You know, exactly, exactly. It just dragged on. It just dragged on and didn't didn't go anywhere. Very vi- very sexually violent. Yep. I too and mm-hmm. i'm like eh, i don't i'm not really in the mood for that mm-hmm. so it's a little jarring actually i remember when i saw it i remember the sexual violence being a little jarring for what you think it's going to be you know what i mean and it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth i think mm-hmm. that movie yeah yeah she's not in she's not believable as a you know what i was thinking of when we when you mentioned that you saw that remember we went to see that luke besson movie um anna which one is Anna, where she is a model slash homeless person from like <laughs> Eastern Europe. I do. Who goes to Paris as I a do, fashion yeah. model who's yeah, also a spy. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was so ridiculous. Very Besson. I think that's a. I think actually Besson directed that too, because his name's on nine million movies. But I think he's there. Yeah, that was pretty bad, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I remember it being almost laughable. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I love Luke Besson. I really hope I mean, he's, he's cancelled, isn't he? But is he? It, yeah. No. But speaking of Besson, actually, so my, well, I'll say it on, on the podcast, I guess, my girlfriend and I have been yeah. uh, hanging out and she's very much into movies, like super into movies, which is really cool. Oh, nice. And um, so we've been... When she goes to the theater with me and when we hang out, whatever, but, um, we were talking and this weekend we planned to do like a, a movie day where we just watch movies all day. Oh, nice. So, okay. What's the theme? How are we going to set it up? Are we going to do like, are we going to pick, we're going to do three movies, triple feature. Um, and in which case, how are we going to curate what we're going to watch? And we're just going through a bunch of different ideas. And then um, we came up with the idea that we would do, would pick an actor who was famous as a child and has to be mm. famous as a child in movies. Because when we started digging into actors, 
we're starting to find that a lot of people who were had long careers from children to adults in the entertainment industry really started on television. Like um, Pat, Patrick Bateman, Justin Bateman, mm-hmm. Justin Bateman, not Patrick Bateman. <laughs> Um, um, like a bunch of people who you just assume, but really child stars through, I mean, technically Michael J. Fox was a child star on television before he was in movies. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of tricky. So obviously the go-to example for movies would be DiCaprio because it's easy because you go right from, what's it? A a Bronx Tale, um, all the way up. No, not a Bronx Tale. No. Um, we know with De Niro. Bronx is it this is, boy's life or whatever it's called? Or? This boy's life, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, basketball Diaries, yeah, Basketball Diaries. I mean, you got like what's eating Gilbert Grape when he's really young, and mm-hmm. that too, all the way through to an adult with like contemporary movies. So he was the first person yeah. we threw out. Then the second person that we threw out, which was actually way easier, was Natalie Portman. Because mm. professional, yeah. I mean, we're going from. The, or Leon, the professional, or Le- whatever, Leon. the professional, mm-hmm. and then all the way through. So we decided to go for Natalie Portman first. So we're going to do Leon, the professional, and then we needed to pick something mid-period, and we weren't going to do Star Wars, um, obviously, because fuck that. Um, so Because you respect yourself. I, yeah, right. Um, my life's fucking hard <laughs> enough as it is, Eric. I can't keep making my life harder than it all. I've already made it. Then we're going to do... Beef of Vendetta, which okay. I think's good middle period. Plus, I mm-hmm. I want to revisit that movie because I haven't seen V for Vendetta since it came out, and I don't know. I remember liking it when it came out, but that's like people liking Boondock Saints when it came out. You know what I mean? And then when you go back, oh, you're like, Oof, yeah. really, no. really? So no, V for Vendetta, and then late period is where it gets interesting with Portman because it's kind of a wasteland. Not not really classing Black Swan as late period because, and I don't I don't want to watch another Aronofsky movie right away after seeing The Whale a few times. <laughs> so it's getting tricky. So we decided to go for Annihilation because she hasn't seen it. That's good. That's good. I would have. What was your middle V for Vendetta? Mm-hmm. I would have went. No, I would have gone. I mean, if we're starting at her career, obviously the professional. Mm-hmm. Then I go closer. Yeah, close. I did come up in conversation. Yeah, and then I go Garden State. Damn, I forgot about Garden State. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you get you get action, you get drama, and then you get comedy. Well, you know what did come up? Brothers with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Tobey Maguire. You That's know, like heavy the drama. Gulf War yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gyllenhaal's really good in that movie. Um, I don't really yeah. like Maguire in that movie. Yeah. I, but I've, looking... I've seen it once, though. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, you know what else you could do for Portman? Heat. Yeah, I but know. she's, she's such Pacino's a... She's daughter for like She's such a like, a, like a tertiary character in that. I know. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? So, yeah, I mean, the Jackie uh, biopic, uh, Jackie Onassis biopic. Um, I don't I think seen. you care about that. <laughs> no, there's a lot of there's a lot of trash in here in between. But like, if you wanted to do something fun, Cold Mountain with Jude Law and Nicole Kidman. Oh yeah, that's a good one. She's not really a main player in that though. That's mainly Rennie mm. Zellweger and Nicole Kidman. 
Um, mm-hmm. I do want to see that movie Lucy in the Sky that came out recently with her. Why? She's an astronaut. I don't remember that one. Vox Lux, which is with Jude Law, where she's like a singer and she's going through like a uh, like a breakdown or something. That might be good. That might be like a little hidden gem that no one is talking about because mm-hmm. I've always toyed around with watching it. And it's it's good that we're talking about this because I need movies to watch. Okay. So I'm I'm already thinking about that one. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about Joy. So yeah, good. There's, there's two. I mean, she was in A Knight of Cups, the uh, Malik movie with um, Christian Bale, I think, in Knight of Cups. Yeah. Well, I mean, usually with Malik, it's an ensemble yeah. and it's so hit or miss with his stuff. That's why they go to like Coachella and it's like old music festivals and stuff. It looks fucking terrible. Um, shot beautifully though, <laughs> as usual. Hesha with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh That's yeah, yeah, pretty that fun was a, movie. That was, yeah. And then really, I mean, she, I guess she's in French Dispatch, but I haven't seen that. Um, and then the oh, rest of it. Oh, that was another like, one. I um, I watched ten minutes of French Dispatch and I turned it off. Yeah, me too. When it dropped on HBO Max, remember when it dropped on HBO Max? Mm-hmm. I put it on for mm-hmm. ten minutes. I was like, I fucking can't watch this. I can't do it. Switch no, it off. It's it. Yeah, I don't know. It might be unwatchable. Yeah. I mean, not like Nolan is like incom- incomprehensible sort of thing, but it's like you have to be in a mindset to watch something like that. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, so Portman is what we're going to do first. Oh, then for we, we, we wanted to pick a guy director to do, oh, not a guy director, a, guy, uh, a male movie star. So we decided to go mm-hmm. for who the f- why has it just escaped my head all of a sudden? Um, Ethan Hawke. Oh, nice. Easy, easy. So Ethan Hawke, going back, so I decided immediately, I was like, well, we've got to do uh, The Explorers because that's young Ethan mm-hmm. Hawke and young River Phoenix. And a big favorite of mine as a yes. child. Um, so let's have a look. So let's, I'm going to bring up his filmography and see what we've got. And I'll tell you the three that we decided on based on his f- filmography. Let's have a look. Filmography. Here we go. So, The Explorers, which actually, funny enough, is his very first movie. His very first titled appearance. Um, we toyed with the idea of Dead Poets Society. Okay. Oh, he's done so many great movies. Wife He's fan. done so much. Yeah. Um, Mystery Date is a big... I was a big fan of Mystery Date when I was younger. Um, it's like a... It's kind of like a John Hughes-esque high school love caper. Mm-hmm. Let's have a look. What else have we got? So we did, so this is what we're doing. Okay. Explorers. Then we're rolling into reality bites, which is, <laughs> let me, I mean, let the me quintessential know Ethan Hawke performance. I mean, I, I based up, my life around, times. I, I ba- <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to say this, but I based my twenties around Troy. <laughs> yeah. He's such a fucking legend in that. <laughs> he's such a loser couch surfer just like lost to the world that was probably just, that was pro- my problematic so in 2023 long. too i'm guessing problematic in 2023 <laughs> um so Maybe. yeah so explorers reality bites um and then we're skipping oh Gattuck is a great movie god um so good he's great in great expectations snow falling and cedars i really like that movie too um that's a really good book also. Then, so then we decided to ultimately we would end up with 
first reformed because I haven't seen it yet. Well, that it's it's good. It's just it's a little heavy. It's a little heavy, but it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. He doesn't play a big role in it, but it's still a very good movie in my opinion. And that's Brooklyn's Finest. Oh yes, uh, with Richard Gere. Richard Gere, Wesley Snipes, mm. Don Cheadle. <sighs> that's a cast. Mm-hmm. That is a cast. I mean, he's he's in so much stuff. Like he he really is. Before the Devil Knows You're I Dead mean, with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, Mm-hmm. Banger. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that. Loki, yeah, but I mean, you can't watch the before series without watching all three yeah. of them. So I don't go that's kind of that. out. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm sure you both have seen Training Day ad nauseum. So. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I tell you, lie, I've only seen Training Day once. With um, really, yeah, with Denzel. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think maybe it's only one time. It's a good movie, though. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I mean, he's done a lot of junk, too, though. I'll give him that. He has. But he's just done... He's been working. He's been working, like, every year. A couple of movies His every His entire life. Year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what he's yeah. good in most recently, too? The Northman. He's really good in The Northman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, uh, like, a short little cameo in it. So good in it. Yeah. So, I mean... <sighs> well, you could look at what he's directed. I think he's directed a handful of things too. Oh, he has directing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, so I'm throwing this to you, Eric. Who would you do mm-hmm. on your triple feature childhood star to adult? Anybody springs springs to mind for you? You could. Oh man, that that's a tough one. I mean, it's just the childhood. I know the childhood's where it gets tricky. Part of it. Sarah Pauly, maybe. Oh. If I'm thinking of that right. I'm, ha- I'm going to have a look. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just, I can't remember, like, as far as her. Um, was she in um, that movie Go, the Doug Lyman movie? Yeah. She's great yeah, in that she movie. Was. She was one of, the, one of the main characters. Yeah, she's great in that movie. Oh. Same age as me. Obviously, she has a life. Her career. <laughs> achieved something with her life. Um, let's have a look. Um, what was she known for as a kid? Oh, Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Yeah. Oh, you know who I... That, well, the, the male uh, actor is easy. It's uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh. Who would, what would you start <laughs> with with Go- Gosling then? With Gosling? Uh, let me see. The Believer? Well, he wasn't really a kid in that. No, that's the thing. I don't think. No, he wasn't. Oh, he's uh, Mickey Mouse Club, see. isn't he, Ryan Gosling? So his first film <laughs> yeah. role was The Believer. Was it? Yeah, first movie role. I'm just trying to think what... I guess it would be uh, Believer, Blue Valentine, Oof. if you just want to wreck your life and yeah. then drive. Drive. You know what I do because, well, I love Drive, but I've seen it too many times. So I would go Believer, which I haven't <laughs> seen in a long time. Pretty, I, I remember it being pretty good. Um, I go Believer, Half Nelson, which is a great fucking movie. Oh, Half Nelson was so good. Isn't that a good movie? God damn, it's a good movie. It is so good. It is so. I mean, he is just he's eating this the he's eating the the screen in that one. So good. Yeah, he's incredible in that movie. Um, and then I would probably ended up with um, First Man. I haven't seen it. 
which is the uh, astronaut uh, yeah. Damien Chazelle movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I want to say I Ides of March was pretty good. Uh, that's the um, Robert Redford movie, isn't it? The political one. Oh, George Clooney. It's pl- Clooney. George Clooney. Yeah. yeah, that's a Robert Redford movie, though. I think he directed that. I mean, Gosling, Clooney, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Paul Giamatti, Evan Rachel Wood, <sighs> Marissa Tomei, Jeffrey Wright. That's a fucking Come cast. On. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cast. Holy moly. Oh, no, it's, it's a George <laughs> Clooney movie. He directed it. I don't know why I thought yeah. Robert Redford. Yeah. yeah, Gosling would be a good one. Gosling would be a solid triple feature. What's your favorite, I think so. What's your favorite Gosling movie? I mean, it's got to be Drive. So that's a stupid question. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> next question. Yeah, next question. Anyways, that's that's my plan I don't for think, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, up up until this point, yeah, it has to be dry, but I don't think he's made his best movie yet. I think he he has as long as everything goes well, his career is gonna be amazing. Oh yeah. I think he just he, makes yeah. he makes interesting choices. So I think he's gonna end up in a really good when he starts getting into those George Clooney-esque roles, just like Clooney did, um, yeah. you know, with like Michael Clayton and those movies, I think he's going to do, I think Gosling's going to be a really good older actor. I do. Uh, this, is, this is what I worry about. You said Clooney. Clooney has kind of, I think Clooney, Clooney's more, I think he's a better director now than, than the stuff that he's been acting in. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the same when I think of De Niro. I think uh, Gosling as a, a young De Niro and De Niro just doesn't make great movies these days. Mm. Yeah. De Niro's the problem with De Niro is he's still, well, so he's still working, which is commendable. Mm-hmm. So he's still putting out movies, but I think when De Niro went through that run, like there was comedy, like comedy, comedy. Yeah. Comedy. Yeah. But it's, it's difficult though, because if you think if you're Robert De Niro, right. And you go on that run with Scorsese and then you're doing like what Mean Streets, Raging Bull, and then you are Godfather, the Godfather with um, Coppola. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the, those run, run of movies he had up until probably like Casino into Heat. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then it was only probably I'd say after Heat that his career kind of started to waver slightly. He... He just made like it, it, there was like a handful of just weird choices. Was, yeah. I mean, I I I understand that. Like with any actor, they probably just want to kind of spread their wings or you know try other things and see, see if they can do this or that. Um, but it's like the comedy stuff. I just couldn't. I couldn't buy. I mean, Midnight Run is fire. Oh God, so. fire. <laughs> 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 that's one of his best movies truthfully in my opinion mm-hmm. um i'm gonna go through his filmography because he went on a run that is i would say unparalleled like he was on a god run for a little period of time where he was like <laughs> understandably what everybody known as the the greatest actor in like in the world essentially yeah but yeah. um let's have a look tell you what i'm not imtb is it just it's if I'm looking up Robert De Niro on IMDb, why isn't yeah. the filmography one of the top links? Like, why do you want to bring up his <laughs> producing career, his directing career? That's why. That's why I use Letterbox because it's just like boom, there's all the films. Yeah, 
just keep it keep it easy. Um, let's have a look. So I'll use Wiki because that'll give us his filmography quicker. Here we go. Anyway, we're going 73 Mean Streets, 73 Godfather Part 2, sorry, 74 Godfather Part 2, Taxi Driver 76, The Deer Hunter 1978, Raging Bull 1980, King of Comedy 83, Once Upon a Time in America 84, Brazil 85, The Mission, which is a fucking great movie, 1986, Midnight Run 1988, Goodfellas 1990, Casino 1995, Heat 1995. He had Casino and Heat in 1995, which is crazy. Then that's it. Be the parents, his career's fucking off the rails after that. But up until <laughs> Did you then, say Deer Hunter? Yeah, Deer Hunter. Yeah, dude. Like that is a hell of a run of movies. I don't yeah. know anybody who has a run of movies like that. Maybe like Christian Bale had a really good run of movies, but his run of he movies was good. is he was better good than sleep. Yeah, he was good in Sleepers. He should just stick to drama. Yeah, oh, Sleepers? Yeah, he's good in that movie. Angel Heart? Oh, right in that movie. Play, I mean, come on, he plays Satan yeah. in Angel Heart. Yeah, that's a, actually pretty underrated movie, I think, Angel Heart. Um, that's the movie that yeah. got Lisa Bonet kicked off the Cosby show, wasn't it? I think yeah, so, yeah. What, because scenes. of the sex scenes? Yeah. Ironically. But yeah, Bill Cosby had it kicked off <laughs> because of it. That is ridiculous. Isn't that fucking mental? Yeah, that's great. Ronin? Oh, that's the uh, <laughs> Frankenheimer movie, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. good. What, John Reno? A, a young Sean Bean, who I, who I don't know if he gets killed in that movie. I, I don't remember, although he does get killed in every movie. Yeah, he does. He does get killed in that movie. Um, Ray Winstone's in that movie too, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great fucking movie. Great car chase. I mean, that's Frankenheimer, you know what I mean? So it's going to have a great car chase. Oh, Stellan Skarsgård's oh. in it. Oh, that's right, he is. Yeah, that's a great movie. The female actress is, what's it, Natasha? The Irish Natasha, actress is really good. I can't pronounce her last name. McEllen? McEllen? Oh, McElhone. McElhone? I think. Yeah, anyway. I used to own that movie on DVD. That's back from when I used mm-hmm. to work at Blockbuster. And I remember when Ronan came out and I, and it was one of the ones I got from, I used to watch that movie all the time. It's so great. All right. Childhood star, male, mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. <sighs> oh, we could, yeah. Okay. <laughs> where, okay. I know where I'd start with Downey Jr. movie wise. Where would you start? Weird science. He is pretty good in weird science. I would do uh, Tough Turf um, with Tough James Turf. Spader. Mm-hmm. Let's have a look. Oh, bloody hell. So many movies. Mm. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of absolute. Okay. This is what I do for Downey Jr. I would start with Tough Turf, but I would yeah. skip forward like a couple of decades, honestly, because I don't really like, I mean, yeah, Weird Science is great, but I would skip forward to like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, mm-hmm. or I would skip forward to Zodiac. Yeah. I mean, Zodiac, definitely. Would you watch Chaplin? Yeah. Chaplin's pretty good. That would actually probably be the mid movie. So I would do Tough Turf Chaplin, Zodiac, or Kiss Kiss. Because there's some junk in there. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I might. Yeah, I might do True Believer. I haven't seen it in forever, but it's James Woods and and him courtroom drama. Oh, that's right. Yep. James Woods. 
Actually, <laughs> I mean, we've got to be real I don't careful. Think we should get into that. People. Yeah. Like, actually, didn't he sue some guy on a podcast? No, did he? Yeah, he like fully sued somebody. So yeah, I'm not going to say anything about James Woods. But. Yeah. Natural born. Fine actor, that. Natural born killers, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lesson Zero, that's a pretty good movie. Ah, mm, uh, yeah. I mean, I gotta, I gotta go. I have to go. Innocent, uh, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, I can't do less than zero. I have to do Weird Science. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you know that he's in Oppenheimer? Downey Jr. I saw. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know what he's playing God, though. That's weird. Anyway, that would that was a brief sojourn into fantasy um, movie lineups. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a it's a that's a fun game to play. I mean, if you're if you're having like a a movie date night weekend or something like that, pick pick an actor and go go youngest to young to old, and and you know, as long as they have like a decent career, you can you can find some fun stuff in there. Sean Penn, come on. Oh, dude, Sean Penn would be a great one. I would do, um, I'm getting sidetracked again, uh, State of Grace. Remember that movie? Was, uh, oh my God, yes. That's a great movie. Well, is it a great movie? I thought it was great when I saw it. No, it's, it's, it is and it isn't. It's like this weird wannabe Goodfellas yeah. thing. But I mean, that the last, 10 15 minutes of it with the slow mo mm-hmm. shots uh with the um the Boston parade in the background yep. pretty incredible the cast is amazing Gary Oldman <sighs> Sam Sam Harris uh Robin Wright Penn mm-hmm. uh uh John C Riley yep pretty stellar it's pretty um, stellar yeah that's a good yeah. one yeah, that is. A good I guess book. I start. I mean, where do you start? Do you start Bad Boys or do you start Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Oh, but you've got to do Fast Times because I mean, it's yeah. Spicoli. It's like it's the quintessential. <laughs> okay, so you start there. Okay, where do you yeah. go mid for Sean Penn? Like mid table, like mid career. Hey, yeah. I am Sam. No, do that. <laughs> um, I. I do have a soft spot for Shanghai Surprise, the movie he did with Madonna, just because it's so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. And I used to own that movie. I don't know why I did, but I did. Let's have a look. We're not. We we gotta get to the bottom of this Sean Penn situation. Where do I go? Where do I go? <laughs> He's done so much, so many good ones. Oh, I would have to put him. I would have to do um, Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way was so good. God, yeah. he's so good in that um, movie. Hurley Burley is really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Although isn't I think he, Spacey's um, in that. Yeah. Sweet and Lowdown, the Woody, Har- uh, the Woody Allen movie about Django Reinhardt. Isn't that Sean Penn? That's a good movie. I'm getting canceled for saying that, but it's true. Um, <laughs> Man. Okay. Oh. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> Fast Times, then I roll into Pullers. Remember him in Colors? That's a good movie too. I was gonna say, yeah, Colors. Um, let's have a look. Yeah, I would go Fast Times to Carlito's Way, and then later period U Turn, which is the Oliver Stone movie, is really good with Jennifer Lopez. 
Yeah, I'm, I guess I would go Fast Times. I go Fast Times, Casualties of War, and Mystic River. Oh, Mystic River. Oof. Talk about a brutal movie. <laughs> On pen. Anyway, while we keep doing this for another <laughs> six hours, I, I wanted to go over this with you, Eric. So I just brought up, yeah. we haven't been in the movies in a while. We haven't hung out in a while. We're keeping the podcast rolling. We're, we're, we're improvising. We're doing what we can. We're going to get back Shucking to the movies. Shucking and jiving. Yeah, we'll be getting back to the movies when movies start coming out. So I opened up my AMC Stubbs app, and I'm going to go through what's coming out and the coming soon, see if we've got any heat for okay. it going into it, because I don't think we do. Maybe late March, maybe? Mm. So I think Creed 3, I'll see, just because... I haven't seen either one. Yeah, the I first one's really good. The first one's the Ryan Coogler movie, I believe. Really good. I don't... The second one's okay, but... First one's great. Um, let's have a look. Scream 6. What about the Guy Ritchie film? What's that movie called? Operation Fortune? Operation 4. Yeah. I have, I've been holding off on the trailer for that. So, because okay. I want to see that. That's a weird cast too. Yeah. Well, that's week one of March. Okay. Well, it is a, we, we do have a tradition of going to see Guy Ritchie movies early on in the year. Because they always dump Guy Ritchie movies at the beginning of the year. So. They do. No respect. No respect. Are you interested um, in seeing 65 or do you think that's just being dumped? You know what's funny is if Chris is listening to this, Chris and Daniel were so hyped for that trailer. And they were like, you've got to watch a trailer. And then I watched the trailer with them and I was so disappointed because I was like, I thought it was going to be something <laughs> really crazy. And then I was like, I think it looks trash. Honestly, I do. <laughs> I think it looks dumb. Oof, bloody hell. John Wick 4, I don't really give a shit about. I mean, I'll go see it. It's just going to be ridiculous. Yeah, right. I'll see it. Yeah, I'll see it. In the theater. Just because just I've seen the other ones. Um, there's I mean, nothing. March, there's nothing in March. No, April is almost nothing. We have the Evil Dead, the new Evil Dead movie, which we'll see. It's probably going to not be very good. There's air about Michael Jordan. I don't care about that. Renfield. No, not interested in that. <laughs> Let's have a look. Ooh, well, that's as far as I got on here, but none of it looks interesting. A Good Person. That's a new Zach Braff movie yeah, with no Florence Pugh. That. No thanks to Florence Pugh? No, well, I mean, she's dating Zach Braff, isn't she? There, that's, so that's why she's in that movie. Um, She's too well, good to go. be making Zach Braff movies. Like, <laughs> I, I know they're in love or whatever, but no. <laughs> Not a big Zach Braff fan. Let's have a look. Yeah, it is thin. It is thin. Oh, it's terrible. It's super thin. Yeah. We'll get there. We're, we're, we're going to get there. Yeah. We'll start to I roll mean, back we might in. have to... <laughs> We might have to see some garbage, but we'll, we'll make it. Yeah. I mean, at this point I'm paying for my ANC membership and I'm not using it. So. <laughs> Same. Oh. I, I think Zach's taking the most advantage of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we had, we had to talk him into getting it a while ago. And now he's just like nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> God bless him. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think. I'll get back into it. I think in general, I just need to get back into movies. And I love admitting this on our movie podcast, but I'll, <laughs> I'm, everything's in such a state of flux for me right now anyway with moving and 
I just, yeah. I'm not settled. I'm not in a routine. Like my routine used to be, I'd go to work, come home, you know, like chill out, like grab something to eat and sit down and watch a movie, you know, yeah. before bed. And I, I yeah. do that pretty much all the time. And I just don't have the, the space to do that right now all the time. So I'm kind of like, I'm just totally out of the movie loop. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I, that, that's fine. I mean, you, I, moving so tough there's so it's takes up so much of your energy that um sitting down to kind of zone out on something it would just be easier to just like zone out on your phone for a couple hours or something like yeah. that so um i mean i get it i get it it's it's fine i mean we do we do these episodes we just do a little catch up hey how's it going you know this is I guess you live vicariously through me, through the nonsense I'm watching. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, Eric. Yeah. Should we wrap up? Uh, yeah. Non- it's just perfect. It's, it's been one hour. It's been one hour exactly. I think that was what we were going for. It is. These little easy, digestible, just chatting movies, bullshitting. Yeah. 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 Catching up. That's what this episode is. Perfect. Okay. This might be a little bit um, too behind the scenes for the listeners, but since we're on the, the video call right now, we might as well go over it. How about, so we did do, in, in during quiet times last year at the theater, we would do, remember we did our Tarantino retrospective. We mm-hmm. did some tier list episodes where we would go through, uh, well, actually the Tarantino was a tier list, the A24 tier list. And we kind of like did some deep dives and some stuff. Now, obviously, I don't think we could take on anything as gargantuan as that in terms of trying to catch all of those movies, but we have been talking about going back to doing a director, you know, like picking a director. Yeah. Who's, who's mm-hmm. good? Who do, who do you think would be a good one to do? Somebody with a reasonable mm. filmography. Man, I think we've done, or we've talked about like the heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Who's got a good one that would be fun to do? I mean, would you want to be like old school with it or That's more modern? I, I, honestly, I don't know. I kind of like the idea of going a little old school because, okay. you know, like spread our wings a little bit. Because at first, the first person that popped into my head was uh, Winding Refn, uh, because we could do the Pusher trilogy and then go mm-hmm. through up until Neon Demon. Because then I think that's only like six or seven movies, give or take. Um, I'm not looking them up, but I'm guessing that's what, what it is. Um, but I don't, I, I kind of like the idea of us going older and doing yeah. like, I don't know, somebody from like seven, let's, let's go back there. Cause remember when we did the blow up episode, it yeah. was such, it was so much fun to go back and do like a, an older De Palma movie. So I think some of the seventies would be good. Yeah. If I, if I had to pick, I would go, I'd probably go Walter Hill. Ooh, that is heavy. <laughs> I actually, okay, let's have a look at the, real quick, let's just quickly go over Walter Hill's um, filmography because yeah. he has got some bangers. Um, let's have a look. Film director, here we go. Uh, give me the movies. So we got Hard Times, which isn't that Hard Times with um, Charles Bronson? Uh, Why is like a bare knuckle boxer? I'm not sure. I, I might not have seen yeah, Charles Bronson. There we go. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah, Bad and Local Boxer, Charles Bronson. Okay, so he's coming out the gate hard. 1975, coming out the gate 
Let's have a look. What else do you have? Well, we've got I mean, the Warriors. Johnny Handsome. Yeah. Johnny Handsome was so good. Oh, God, yeah. Warriors. Last Man Standing, which was a... Remake. Uh, what was that? Akira Kurosawa. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it, yeah. So it's Akira Kurosawa, then it's Fistful of Dollars, because that's a remake of it, too. And I think it's... Or is it for a few dollars more? What it, Clint Eastwood did it. And then The Last Man Standing's Bruce Willis, which is like like the triple remake. Yeah, great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Streets of Fire. Oh, God. What, that, the movie you made me watch, and it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, that movie's incredible. Yeah, he has some really good... Now, I think we, we couldn't do all of his movies. Um, I mean, Southern Comfort's no. a good movie. Um, the yeah. Eddie Murphy movie. I mean, The Long Run. Yeah, The Long Riders is pretty amazing, but it's just, it's a really epic western. 48 hours. Mhm. So very problematic. Yeah. Extremely <laughs> problematic, is, but also so incredibly good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is so racist that movie. Yeah. Um we could cherry pick like five movies from I mean, him. You've never seen Extreme Prejudice, I don't think. I think I've kind of touted that one uh, a couple different times who who's, is gene hackman in that movie who's in that movie it's um well powers booth is, or something uh, somebody crazy power yeah powers booth nick nolte powers booth nick nolte michael ironside rip torn clancy brown <laughs> williams foresight <laughs> it's like a who's who <laughs> of meathead male actors like legendary meatheads yeah, yeah from the 80s oh yeah, we gotta do we've gotta do a Walter Hill retrospective. We have to. We're not gonna watch all of his movies. We'll pick now. Let's let's pick five Walter Hill movies. Wait, five that we're gonna watch each or just five total? We're gonna watch five cumulatively. So like we'll all we'll watch all five. Oh, okay. All right. Because you can't go wrong. There's so many good movies. <laughs> um Yeah, we'll do a Walter Hill. Uh that that's set in stone. We've got to do that. We've got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally going to so reignite fun. my passion. <laughs> well, get, get settled, get where you can kind of relax and mm-hmm. watch it. Yeah. And we are going to do 48 hours because it's one of his best yeah. movies. Yeah, we can. Yeah. And, yeah, and we then can uh, hours. we'll just tread very lightly around it because, oof. Yeah. Actually, another yeah. 48 hours is really bad too. Um, the sequel. <laughs> That's very problematic yeah. also. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anything from the 80s tends to be that way. It does. Well, thanks guys for listening. Eric, thanks once again. Thanks for the catch up. Mm -hmm. Great to see your lovely face. Um, Ah. (laughs) And Movies Last Night will be back because we're always back. So take care and thanks for listening.